You're listening to The Zen Courses Show, episode 28. Welcome to The Zen Courses Show, the show for online course creators who care about building actionable, meaningful, and profitable online courses. If you're a solo entrepreneur, tech geek, or creative, The Zen Courses Show is the place to get expert advice for creating your online course, overcoming overwhelm, and growing a balanced business. To get the full experience, sign up at zencourses.co, where you'll get access to free lessons, resources, and more. Again, that's zencourses.co. everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We've got a great show for you today. I am chatting with Caitlin Pyle, creator of proofreadanywhere.com. Caitlin, aka Eagle Eyes, is a transcript proofreader and online entrepreneur. She runs an intensive proofreading course called Transcript Proofreading. And today we're going to find out how she went from personal training, proofreading, and online training. Caitlin, welcome to the, the Zinc Courses Show. Well, thanks for having me, Janelle. I'm excited to be here. So can you tell us a bit more about yourself and the work you do? Sure, sure. So I got my start as a proofreader, actually, proofreading all kinds of stuff uh, for German business people, um, university professors, things like that, while I was studying abroad in Germany. That's when I really started proofreading and really decided that I liked it, was working with non-native speakers. And then I did a little bit of proofreading and translation on the side when I came back um, from Germany. I was there for about a year and finished school. And about two months before I graduated, I got signed on as a receptionist, my first real job, almost out of college. I graduated two months after I got that job at a court reporting agency in Orlando. And that's where I learned about transcripts, about court reporters, and about this like secret industry uh, that you know a lot of people don't even really think about because... <laughs> you know, court reporters are in the sidelines. So, but in the legal yeah. world, they are not in the sidelines. They are very important. And I learned all about that having worked in the agency and I worked there for almost two years. And that's when I got my first proofreading clients and, you know, the managers in the office really relied on me to um, make sure that the transcripts went to our clients, which are attorneys with quality. So I was proofreading all the time anyway, and had a few clients on the side. And when I left that job, I went, um, to personal training and to school for personal training and kept a couple of my clients on the side. And once I got done with school, I started doing some personal trainings, like trying to decide like how much money do I want to put into marketing myself as a personal trainer? Do I want to, do I really want to do this? You know, because part of me is like, I don't, I don't like the having to be at a certain place at a certain time, like physically and having to go somewhere to do your work and, not that's just not what I liked, but I didn't know that at the time. And you don't know what you don't know until you do it, right? <laughs> right. So you do it and learn, and you know, learning always changes everything. That's kind of my motto: is learning changes everything. So I eventually I did personal training and taught group classes and stuff for about three years. But um, the last two of those years, I had really switched over to doing more proofreading and had reached out to my two clients, and one of them was able to give me a great contact that. Um, and gave me tons of referrals over time. And the people that she referred to me referred me to other friends as well. And I ended up building a business as a proofreader. And 
over time that I started doing that and doing that as my full-time income, people would ask me to teach them. Like, how do you do this? I want to work from home. I'm, I've got Eagle Eyes too, you know, can you help me learn how to do this? So I teach them one-on-one and it was so time consuming, but what to see them succeed, you know, was really awesome. And then we just started to talk my husband and I about how we can help more people without having to do it all one-on-one. Like, can we put this into some kind of ebook or whatever? And at the time we didn't know anything about creating online courses. We didn't know somebody like me could create one and it was just not on our radar at the time. And so Proofread Anywhere actually started as just a blog with a one-on-one kind of mentoring program that I had on there and with it, you got like a handbook, which I called it the the e-guide. It was like 33 pages. And looking back on that and looking back on that website, it was abysmal. It was horrible. Um, well, com- that's good, right? <laughs> yeah. They say if you ever look back and you're not embarrassed by your first version of something, then you waited too long to launch it, right? Everybody says that. <laughs> yeah. And it's so true. I mean, I look at what I have now versus what I had then and like I shudder like, at what it was yeah. before, but at the same time, and I did not know this, but when I launched the ebook and the one-on-one training, it essentially was validating an idea. And I didn't know what that was at the time. I didn't know that's what I was doing, right. but I was able to sell that to uh, somewhere between like 15, 17 people, something like that. And, and people were able to use it and start working. And it was just a, a little bit harder because I knew that they needed more practice, but I didn't know how to bring that to them in like a, a usable way. And so, but then we, we learned that you could create your own online course and, uh, right. So time out, time out, time out. I'm going to stop you right there before (laughs) we get into that. Cause I have lots of questions Okay, okay, and you're giving us all the goodies. So I want to, I want to pace ourselves into this because you have a great story. So before we get into the goodies, let's, let's find out a little bit about you. So you work from anywhere, literally, what part of the world are you in right now? I'm in Santiago, Chile, and I've already been in Ecuador, Peru, Bolivia, and Argentina. <laughs> so this is our, you know, fifth <laughs> or sixth stop, and we went home for the holidays. But um, we're traveling South America for at least a year. We'll probably be gone for about a year total. Yeah, very cool. And home is Florida, right? Yep, Orlando, Florida, tourist capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> but we love it there. There's a lot more to it than just Disney World. So. Yeah, I have lots of memories about uh, about going to Disney World every year. My mother was completely infatuated with Disney World. So let's have some fun and help people get to know you a bit. I've got five quick questions for you. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. Number one, early bird or night owl? Early bird. Okay. Number two, what's your favorite food? Pizza. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. Number three. What did you want to be when you were a kid? You know, I think I wanted to be a teacher, which is kind of funny. (laughs) That's what I turned out to be. Interesting. Number four, if you had to move to one of the following countries, Canada, Italy, or South Africa, which would you choose? Oh, I'd pick Italy. So much art and culture there. I'd love to. Good choice. Same here. Number five, if you had to name one thing that has been the most helpful in achieving the success you've had so far, what would it be? Probably 
networking with other bloggers because essentially that's what I've turned into as a blogger. And yes, I have an online course, but to stay connected with my audience, I found it essential to start blogging. And so um, networking with you know the affiliates for my course that are interested in promoting and helping other people work from home, you know, those work at home bloggers have been really helpful in just learning my way around the, the blogosphere, so to speak. So I definitely feel like that's helped a lot because it's opened my eyes to a whole nother world of blogging in addition to teaching an online course. Okay. Interesting. Great answer. All right. So you told us, you know, you told us a lot of your story or some of your story of how you got into proofreading and and decided to create a course. I have to know, it sounds like there was something before that, you know, or there was more to the story, so to speak. So you worked for an agency and what happened between working for the agency and deciding that you were going to try out personal training? I feel like there's something in between there. Well, yes, there's a lot that was in between there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was not happy working there and it had really started to show. And so I actually was let go and that bridge has been burnt completely. Um, it was not a good situation. You know, they were very upset with me and it's not that I didn't deserve it, but you know, the way they treated me wasn't very nice either. They sat me down in an office and pretty much told me I was trash, that I was sickening and I would never make it anywhere in life. And like, they pretty much just beat me into a pulp. And I mean, these are people that are literally old enough to old enough to be my mother telling me this, right. And I'm 24. I'm an idiot. You know, I didn't know anything about, um, the world or like, cause everybody teaches you how to get a job and not how to quit one. And so it was very uncomfortable situation. But at that time I was already thinking about going to personal training school and had been researching it, um, and pretty much had my heart set on it. Cause it was something for the last few years that I'd wanted to do, but just hadn't done it. And so when I got fired, I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go to personal training school. So I did. Um, and I did that for four straight months. It's like a everyday program for like seven hours a day. You're in that school and you're learning. And so we graduated in December. It was just in August was when I started and it was four months. So December I got done with that. And, uh, yeah, so I was pretty much forced out of that office. And it's not that I didn't like the court reporting industry. I did. And I obviously liked proofreading, but I didn't like working for somebody else. And I felt like, um, I was being micromanaged and I couldn't make any decisions without consulting, like, four other people above me and it was just things weren't like planned very well. So they're wasting money on a lot of stuff. And it was just very annoying that I was spending the best hours of my day, literally like 10 hours a day, including commute time. And, you know, only time you had to get things done was on your lunch hour and you were just pretty much chained to a desk. And I hated it. It was like, you would get in trouble if you clocked in at 802 more than once a week or even once a week. And if you clocked out at 459, you got in trouble. Like it was just a prison. It was a prison. It's a common story with, for employees turned entrepreneurs. I mean, I am an employee turned entrepreneur, and I remember so vividly sitting in traffic literally three hours out of the day and just thinking, this is the worst use of time it is. possible. Yeah. And, and it just makes you miserable, you know, and, and it, uh, it's, I don't even want to go back there. So. <laughs> I know. It hurts let's, to think let's about Let's move it. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. You have a really, you have an interesting story and it, you know, I know that you're very focused on learning and your course definitely reflects that, but let's talk about proofreadanywhere.com. So when did the idea to start Proofread Anywhere come about? 
It was November of 2014 where it was just, we're sitting around and I had just finished teaching my last, you know, kind of apprentice is kind of what I called it. when I was teaching somebody how to do what I do because they were living in Ecuador or were planning to live in Ecuador and wanted to be able to earn money while they were there instead of having to live off savings. And that had just finished like a month prior and she was already making like a really, you know, good amount of money for having just started. And we were just talking, my husband and I one night and he's like, you know, we got to turn this into an ebook. And he'd mentioned it a couple of times before, but I never really thought like, oh, nobody's going to want to buy that. Nobody's going to want to learn this, blah, blah, blah. And I just had no clue. Like, but finally one day he said it and I'm like, yep, I'm going to do it. And I was like, what am I going to call it? And then Proofread Anywhere came to mind and that's what I bought. I didn't really think about it all that hard, but it, it, it stuck. It really stuck in it. It's, it's very relevant because, and I have to mention that anywhere comes from, you could physically be anywhere and work with clients anywhere. It's not like you could, and I'm talking about like where you live. I'm not talking about, you know, you're proofreading at Walmart, you're proofreading at the circus and things like that. <laughs> there've been some haters that are like, oh my God, I can't believe she's teaching people that you can proofread in line at Walmart. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like it's just been a little bit of a drama around the name, but that's not why I picked the name. And you know, it's about being able to live in Chile, live in Ecuador, live in, we have got somebody in the Philippines. We've got a missionary in Kenya and all kinds of stuff. And they're able to proofread for clients from any state. I've got some people who've got clients in Canada. Like it's, that's where the anywhere comes from. So yeah, back in November of 2014. So we've been going strong for a little over a year now. I don't think you've made it or had any success until you get some haters. So congratulations. Thank on you. Some haters. <laughs> Thank you. They're very mean. <laughs> okay. So 2014, one of the things I love about your story is one is very relatable, that whole trajectory that you went through. And then it's also recent. So that's just, it's at the time of this recording, it has, it's January, 2016. So not even two years ago when you launched Proofread Anywhere. Yeah. And your first digital product was an ebook, right? What was that ebook? Can you tell us about it? Oh my gosh. The ebook was 33 pages, but three of them or five of them were the title page, the table of contents and like an about me page and like all kinds of stuff. So it was more like 29 or 30 pages. And it was called How to Make Money Proofreading Transcripts for Court Reporters, which was like the worst title ever. Um, <laughs> but that was what it was called. And, it, and I wrote it on Microsoft Word and I formatted it quite well for you know Microsoft Word and I turned it into a PDF and I set it up with like a shopping cart on the website, like with just a free plugin, nothing fancy and accepted payments via PayPal. Um, but it took me like forever to figure out how to do all of that. Like it was really hard starting out because the technology was just not something I was used to. So there was quite it a learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, I was going to say, I read in a business insider article, you said, you know, your quote was honest to God. I thought that was all anyone needed to become a good proof proofreader. But I found out early on that that wasn't going to be the case. So why wasn't an ebook enough? Oh man, because there, there's just so much more. And like I said, you don't know what you don't know until you do it and you just test it out. And students were asking like mile long lists of questions, which initially, because I, you know, was very new, I didn't, I didn't understand why they're asking so many questions because I knew the answers. I'm like, what, why is this not more obvious, you know, but <laughs> these people are, you know, they might have proofreading experience from books or academic papers, but it's a lot different when you proofread transcripts or court reporters. It's a, wholly, a totally different art. And so I had to 
get down to the nitty gritty, like what is a court reporter? What is a transcript? And how does steno work, the steno language and stuff like that? And how does a transcript become a transcript? And what does the court system function like? What is what belongs in a transcript? Things like that. But I didn't realize that that knowledge wouldn't be easily absorbed by just doing one practice transcript. And that was probably the second reason that it wasn't enough because with the one-on-one mentorship program that I was, um, you know, offering on the original version of Proofread Anywhere, it just had one practice transcript and like an answer key. And that was kind of it. And I would offer to go over that with them and answer any questions. And that became a huge time suck, number one. And it wasn't enough. Like, and plus the transcript was just really dirty and not typical of what a transcript would look like. You know, it shouldn't have that many mistakes in it. So it was more frustrating for the students than anything. And so now the course has 50 practice transcripts of all different variations and, you know, better answer keys. We're actually uh, revamping to make our answer keys more informative and helpful um, because we've had some complaints that are like, I'm so confused by like the first five or six transcripts because they're brand new and it's not a good idea to have like the harder stuff at the beginning. Like it should progress more. So we've really been revamping that a lot. Um, but at the beginning it was just not enough information, like not enough to make people feel confident. And so that's why, you know, not enough marketing information. Like how do you get clients? It was just not enough. It was very rudimentary and not as, not as thorough as it should be to really help somebody start an excellent career based on, based on solid training. So. Yeah. I I think the switch, I'm so glad to see more people creating online courses because to your point, it really forces us as course creators to think about what it takes to learn something Mm -hmm. and really get, you know, down into the details and the nitty gritty. So let's talk about your course, Transcript Proofreading. Uh, You said that, well, actually we haven't said, when did you actually launch your course? The course launched less than a year ago. It was February 16th of 2015. So we're coming up on our one-year course anniversary, course anniversary. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank was you. this the first time you created an online course? Yes. Uh-huh. And I noticed, I want to talk to you about pricing because I noticed that you have five different pricing tiers. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when we see courses offered by online entrepreneurs, they have two or three. So why five in your case and how did you determine your pricing? So the pricing has gone through a major evolution. When I first started with just the ebook and one-on-one, it was like $150 and I offered some discounts to friends and stuff. And and then when I launched the course in February, we launched it at $380 and we did a one-week launch discount of 30%. So it was, you know, $260, which is, and they would get like all the updates with that. And so the people who enrolled early on, they've gotten the biggest value Um, And it's still a huge value. Many say it's underpriced at the price it is now, but at 266, it was pretty much like I was giving it away for, for what they've gotten out of the program in the last year. But so we launched it at 380 and then we raised it in May to, we were adding practice transcripts. We were adding a quiz that was hand graded. And as we added more stuff to it, it became more maintenance and more hands-on in nature. There was just more time needed to be spent with the students, you know, not all one-on-one, but within the group answering answering questions and creating new practice materials. So we raised it to 497, but that was only for a very short time that we raised it to that price because then we decided that we're going to add 20 more practice transcripts. We're going to add like <laughs> a practice exam or a, a final exam transcript that was going to be hand graded in addition to the quiz after the, t- the practice module. We're going to add 
a customized certificate and we're going to add a forum for students in addition to the Facebook group so they can go in and post their questions and that would be moderated by somebody that we paid. And so we essentially doubled the price in July of last year um, to $8.97 and we've been adding to it ever since and we have not raised the price again and I don't intend to for a long time. But but then we also, because the price was going up, people were like, well, now I can never afford it. But now we've added other options. So it was just the one for a long time. It was just the one price, 380 then 497 then 897 for the one course. That's it. But also right around July, we realized, you know, there's going to be some people who would be awesome at this, but they get such sticker shock from, from the, the higher course price, even though it's worth it, you know, for everybody that takes it and completes it, they're like, wow, that was like the best money I've ever spent. It's still scary for some people. And so we wanted to give them a taste of the course without, you know, so much risk and they could see if they really liked it or not. So we introduced the jumpstart at 197, which is the first two modules of the course, which is introducing the students in, in great detail to the industry of court reporting, how everything works, how the transcripts work, you know, some of the vocabulary and stuff. And then the second module is all about punctuation and the punctuation that you need to know and be familiar with and pretty much know the back of your hand word use, things like that. That's all module two. And there's a lot of worksheets involved in or included in that module. And if you get to the end of that module and you love it, then you can upgrade to either the full course or the next one. And if you don't like it, then you are no obligation to move forward and you haven't spent, but you know, the $200 on the the 30 day jumpstart program. But, um, so for a while it was just the 197 option. And then you would upgrade for $700 to the 897 option, or you could upgrade to the plus, which is one-on-one marketing support via email with me personally. And that was just an extra $100 upgrade. And that's actually our most popular package because people love to be able to send me their resumes and their LinkedIn profile and get my personal feedback on it, which that's been really helped to a lot of people. Or you can do the VIP, which is two one-on-one coaching calls with Skype on video. And then you get access to everybody else's coaching calls on video as well in the VIP video library. Um, And recently we added and it was very recent, like November, we added the Next Steps program, which is kind of the in-between, because it was a big jump from the 197 to the 897. And we wanted to have something in between, but we didn't want to give away too much because we run the risk of, oh, you know, I just want to get to the marketing information. I don't care about anything else. So whatever. So we did 197. And then well, we added three, four, and five for a $400 upgrade, which will get you through the module five quiz at the end of the practice transcripts. So that'll get you all of your foundational information plus your practice, but you're going to have to upgrade to the full course if you want to take, you know, how do you build your business? How do you do accounting? How do you do billing? You take your final exam and then you learn how to market after you pass your exams. Cause we were finding if we allowed people to just take a multiple choice test and go straight to the marketing information or they take the multiple choice test after the marketing information, it was all kind of sequential. And then the final exam was at the end. People would just skip the final exam altogether and then just go straight for the marketing information and try to get clients, even though we had no way to verify that they really know, knew what they were doing. So that was causing us some, so it was really causing us some problems in the reporting world because people were not being tested and you just cannot trust people. Like there's a lot of trustworthy people out there, but there are lazy people out there who are like, I already know what I'm doing. (laughs) I already know what I'm doing. I just want to learn how to get clients. And so they skip all the practice information and go straight for the marketing. And there was no checkpoints. There was no 
gateways where you have to prove you know what you're doing to get past that and move on with the course, you know. So we've added a lot of structure uh, since we started. And early on, you know, I think it just caused us some problems and and it has resulted in a few haters that are that think that like, that we still do it that way and that are merciless. They're, they don't understand that, you know, you don't know how to do this until you do it and then you make changes along the way. But, you know, you get punished and talked about and gossiped about for the things, the mistakes you made when you're brand new, you know, and I'm like, you're not doing anything to help proofreaders. Why are you griping about it? So I don't know, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. I noticed, I noticed that on your marketing, you are very clear about the amount of time it's going to take to complete the course. And I love that you do that because you're absolutely right. Some people, they think they can just jump in and knock something out, you know, in a couple of weeks or a month and it to really master something, it takes more time sometimes. Exactly. So, yeah. so that's why we have the, the, the tests and the quizzes now, because we will not let them pass until they get like on the quiz, we make them get a hundred percent. Like there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to do a 10 question quiz, like free response quiz. And you should be able to punctuate everything after 50 practice transcripts, you know, and if they can't, then we're actually asking them to, you know, go back and review. Or if they're really excessive with the amount of attempts, we actually have started charging people because there are people that they don't go back and practice. They just take it over and over and over again, waste our time because we grade them by hand. And so for the people that take advantage of us, we're having to start charging for additional attempts to encourage them to do better in their first three attempts. (laughs) So it's a lot. Yeah, you just yeah. don't know that they, that. Got, they gotta have some that. some skin in the game, so to speak. Yes. Um. So I know you have a team, and I want to talk about that. So for those listening, and you keep saying us, it's because Caitlin has a team. So I want to talk about that in a moment. But we've been talking around the structure. Let's dig into that a little bit deeper. So first, how many modules are in the course? What does it look like when we get in? So we have eight modules that are learning modules, and then we have a ninth module that I'm going to be expanding uh, in the near future to include information about mindset. Because once they finish marketing, they a lot of people are scared. They're like, okay, now what do I do? you know? And so we're going to start expanding module nine into more informa- informative and mindset-oriented. But there's eight learning modules in the course, yeah. Okay. And it, I know that you're involved, but there's different tiers. So is, you know, the first tier, which tiers are self-paced and then how does it graduate to you working with? So all of the, all of the information in the course is self-paced. You can take however long or however short to go through it. We do obviously encourage people to take their time because this is not something that, you know, can be learned overnight and it takes practice, especially if you've never done it before. So we, we say, you know, take your time and really get as much out of it as you can because it will make you better in the long run. So most people are doing that. I think there's probably still some that are skating on by, but um, we're doing we're doing well in that regard. But um, so everything is self-paced. And when they get to the module five quiz at the end of module five, then they have to stop and submit their quiz and my assistant, her name is Maria. She actually grades the quizzes and she goes in and communicates with the client, or with the, with the student, sorry, um, about, you know, where they need to focus. They don't get told the answers, but they get told, you know, this is what you need to focus on. So if you used a hyphen incorrectly, or if you're not using commas correctly, or you're over commaing or something like that, to go back and review that section and redo the worksheets, you know, consult the, we recommend a few different textbooks, 
Um, and if they have one of those to go, go through those and see if they can on their next attempt, identify what they did incorrectly. So, um, so that's that. And when they pass that, then they get to go into module six and seven, which is about setting up your freelance business, um, communicating with clients, not the marketing aspects, but when, when you get a job, what should you do? Should you just immediately start working on it? No, you should reply to the email and say, thank you. I'll have this back to you in X, Y days or whatever. And so just kind of how to provide excellent, how to provide the service. And at the end of module seven, that's when they do the final exam, multiple choice exam with 75 questions. And that's, you know, I think it's timed for 50 minutes, 75 questions, and they have three attempts to do that. And they need at least a 90 to be allowed to progress. And then they'll progress to the application for certificate and the exam procedures for actually proofreading a transcript and turning it into us for hand grading. And Maria does those as well. And you talked about the quizzes and exams. We've talked a lot about that. What other, what media and learning materials do you offer? Is it video, audio? What's in the course? So we have, it's a lot of reading and it's good that way because it's a proofreading course. (laughs) So we have a lot of reading. I'm a writer, so I like to, I love using words to explain things, but I also use graphics. So I have like a screenshot of a transcript where I show exactly what I'm talking about in terms of some of the errors that can be found. I have some presentations that are voiceover on PowerPoint where I'm explaining some of the punctuation rules. I've got screencast tutorials on my iPad showing um, how to set up the app that we use for train or for marking up the transcripts. I've got, um, you know, what do you call them? In the marketing module, we've got screencast tutorials from an expert in LinkedIn, uh, Melanie Dodaro. She uh, came on and kind of helped us learn about LinkedIn. And so I've got those videos. And for the accounting module, I actually got a CPA on on my Skype and we did a video, just the two of us talking about, I went into my Facebook group with my students and I said, what questions do you guys have about getting incorporated, doing your taxes and things like that? And I asked those to him on video and used that video as part of the course content in that module. So it's kind of laid back. Like I definitely don't, I don't think it's necessary for this kind of, of learning to make everything a video or like have me talking like on like a talking head on a video. And I don't do like, I edit all of my own videos, so I went through and I edited when I talked with my CPA. I went through and I edited all of that, and so I do it myself, ba- like basic editing. But um, I'm a real person, and my students like knowing that about me. And so if I don't really feel that it's all that important to make the information like sparkle and glisten and stuff. You know, it's good solid information. It's presented <laughs> in a very legible, readable, usable way, and that's a. Uh, that's good for them. And, and it, it doesn't distract them. I don't want it to be distracting or hard to follow. I think you're on the right side of things. You have one of the most well-structured courses that I have seen online. We talked about this before we started the interview. You actually have a syllabus with learning objectives that are, are measurable. And not a lot of entrepreneurs put so much thought or even are think that it's valid to create an actual curriculum like that. Why did you invest so much time and energy? And why did you think that was important? Well, here's the thing. A lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs will market their course like a product. And I don't do that. I market it like a course because that's what it is. And even down to, we don't, we don't offer refunds. If you go through the whole course and you're like, I'm not going to do this. Sorry. You know, you don't get to the end of an accounting course in college and say, you know, I don't really want to be an accountant. Can I have my money back? That's not the way it works. And so we actually 
market the course as if it's a real course because that's what it is. You get tons of curriculum, you get one-on-one help, you get, you know, kind of an office hours thing in a virtual way in the student group. I'm always available to ask questions. Students can tag me and ask me whatever they want, whenever they want. And you get so much more than you even would in a college course. So we want to market it that way and not as like, buy now, you know, we don't want to sell as many products. We want to enroll as many qualified students as are qualified. And it's not about, you know, like the numbers, it's about the quality. And so we really spend a lot of time showing that and putting together the syllabus was kind of was was absolutely part of that not kind of absolutely so we consider it, it i think it instills confidence in the potential student to see that there's this is a real course you know this is something that i'm not just going to buy and it's a downloadable ebook and it's not actionable it's hard to you know, it's just organized, all this, you know, they'll see it's organized, they'll see exactly what they're going to learn. And it inspires, it instills confidence in them. And it's a great marketing tool as well, um, for that reason, because it'll inspire, it'll inspire that confidence and be like, wow, this person is Caitlin, she really knows what she's talking about. Look at this, look at all the stuff I'm going to learn. And we, we don't, we don't joke about the syllabus, like, and then there's actually more in the course than, <laughs> than what's on the syllabus. There's, there's more in the course than what I could even fit on those four pages. So yes, yeah, so I have a four page syllabus. <laughs> if, if I were taking this course, like this syllabus would make me think, okay, this is serious. Like I have to take this seriously. So, and I think that's the intent and I love it because, you know, buying something doesn't guarantee success. You have to do the work. Exactly. So this syllabus definitely communicates that there is work involved. So kudos to you for making that happen. I'm curious, how long did it take you to create the course from start to finish? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> it's because I'm still kind of not done. I, yeah. I just added a worksheet yesterday. Like <laughs> Right. The first iteration, let's say that. Um, I would say the first iteration, it had, it had six practice transcripts, which I totally laugh about that because I didn't think I was going to need any more. Um, but now I have 50 and I'm pretty much done now. But I think between <laughs> when we took down the ebook, we decided we're not going to sell the ebook anymore. Uh, between then and when we launched the course was about six weeks. So I worked nonstop on it though. I was like, oh man. And then the website I all did, I did all myself, not the one that you see now that's relatively new, actually. It's only about a month, yeah. about a month old. It's, we'd been working on it for months, but it's finally live. But the website before that was, you know, a WordPress theme that I had done myself and the graphics I did all myself and the logo I did myself. And so it was very like kind of scrapbooky looking, which... Um, a lot of people, I shouldn't say a lot of people, I didn't count or anything, but I, occasionally I would get an email from somebody who was like, I, I, I'm trying to look around and see if there's anything scammy about this. And <laughs> like the information was all like super, like all my information on the website is very transparent. Um, there's really, and I have like, is as a blog article is proofread anywhere a scam. So if people Google that, they'll see this article and they'll see like the definition of a scam is like, you know, me trying to get your money and a dishonest like scheme of sorts. And if I were a scam, I wouldn't be telling you how hard my course is. I wouldn't be telling you not to enroll if X, Y, and Z, like that's just not what a scam is. So yeah, I don't know. I probably just went on a rabbit trail there, but (laughs) (laughs) that's okay. That's okay. So it took, it took you about six weeks and you worked nonstop to get the the course content for the first iteration. And I think that's important. The word iteration, you're constantly going back, getting feedback, assessing what's working, what's not, and improving the course. You went from six transcripts to 50. 
Yeah. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, and we're we're doing a major revamp of all of the uh, annotated practice transcripts of the answer keys to make them more helpful and less confusing. Because you know, if they're just done the way I would have done them, you know, unless you know the ins and outs like I do, they can be kind of confusing. So we're going back just to make them a little more clear and more helpful for the students. And we're coming up with kind of a mini textbook to go along with the commonly misused words unit that you can download and search for, um, you know, definitions and explanations of why one word is used and not the other. And like, just kind of those kind of things. So, but I'm actually outsourcing that to some of my students. So we talked about team and what's, yeah, that's a great segue. Yeah. What's, <laughs> what's fun about it is now I've created an army of amazing proofreaders, some of which are much better than me and they have other skills as well. And so occasionally when I've got a big task that I know I need to do, but I have no time to do it, I will post in the group and be like, Hey, I need somebody with WordPress knowledge who wants to do X. I'll give you $500. And so now I've got like three different projects that people are working on that I'm paying these proofreaders for, but I totally trust them because they can A, get it done fast, you know, and they'll do it for a reasonable amount of money, which it's a good amount of money for them to be paid, you know, $500 to help me write an ebook. And it's, it's good. So um, it's great that they're willing to help. Yeah, I think that's a great point because it speaks to scalability, which a lot of people, when they create a course, they're kind of concerned if it's going to take up all of their time. So just for a second, let's talk about the trajectory. So did you always have someone helping you or when you started, was it just you? It was just me. I was a one man band. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you grow? Tell me about the stages of getting to the point where you are now, because you have a team now. Yeah, I have a team. Um, So I had somebody who was helping probably about a month or month and a half in. I thought I was going to write an ebook about proofreading and turned into a completely different project. But I had an assistant who ended up being the first person to start grading quizzes and exams when the time came. And then one of my students emailed me. She does like, um, you know, chat and customer service. And she says, I have a feeling that things are about to get really busy for you. Let me know if you need help answering emails. (laughs) And sure enough, like I went on vacation and things got really crazy. Like the list was really growing. And so I wrote to her and I said, um, yeah, let's, let's do this. And so now I pay her to help me answer emails Monday through Friday, which helps me so much because there's so much, uh, there's, there's just so much to do and so many emails and I can't do it all myself anymore. So now I have her and I have people helping me format blog posts. I have, you know, some students writing guest posts for the blog and then I can go in and just edit them instead of just me writing all the content and all kinds of stuff. I got somebody helping me with social media, like just a bunch of different contractors <laughs> that help me with different things. Very cool. Okay, so let's switch gears and talk about tools. What tools did you use to create your course? So WordPress. And then what I didn't want to do because I was so certain that this wasn't going to go anywhere when I first started, uh, I didn't want to start subscribing to a lot of these plugins out there that you pay like $80 a month for, or I don't want to name any names, but there's different kinds of software that you pay, you pay for it all and, and you have to pay monthly and it can really add up. And I'm like, well, I don't want to pay that much and then it not turn into anything because I just, you know, wasn't sure. And so I found some one-off plugins. I used WP Courseware. 
which is a plugin by Fly Plugins. And that is what I use to build the course. And it's really easy to use. I pair it with an integration to the Paid Memberships Pro plugin. And I use an affiliate plugin that pairs with the membership plugin. So just some really powerful plugins that are either totally free, I don't pay anything for Paid Memberships Pro, um, or just a one-time fee with like really reasonable yearly updates. So WP Courser is like 80 bucks at the time. I had a coupon or something. And then to get updates and support every year, it's like another 80 bucks or something. So it's a lot better than $80 a month. <laughs> and uh, so anything get roped into a subscription, you don't have to pay for the yearly updates. It just, I like to have it, you know, just in case. Yeah. So business expense. And so those are the basic three. Got you. If you had to do it all over again, would you use those same tools or would you do something differently? Yeah, I would. Um, I mean, if I, if I guess I knew, I knew, if I knew ahead of time that it was going to be as successful as it was, it may have been a little easier to use one of the all-inclusive ones um, that include your affiliate program, include the, you know, all the different things and membership and everything. But um, I kind of like, I kind of like, piecing it together myself. I really learned a lot about WordPress by doing it myself. And I actually teach other people to do it that way as well, just because you have a lot more control. And if you're on a budget, which I was when I started, it's just, uh, it's more budget friendly to do it yourself. You learn a lot more. Okay. Before we move into the final three, any last tips you want to share about creating courses, Caitlin? Well, um, definitely validate your idea. And a lot of times uh, you do that in your daily life. So if people are always asking you, well, how do you do X or how do you do Y or can you help me do this? And you're like kind of the go-to expert for something, then I would definitely consider looking into how you can get that to more people and doing do that using the internet because it's just a super powerful tool. And there's a lot of ways that you can drive traffic to your idea and you know, it seems like a small world in many ways that it is, but the fact is there are mil- there are billions of people on earth and there's so many ways that you can reach them and earn a living for yourself while you're helping people. So, so I actually have a bonus question because I, I, for those who don't know your story, I, I think this will help them. How has starting this course changed your life? Oh my gosh. Um, it's changed my life a lot. Um, I didn't think, and I say this to everybody because it's true, I didn't think that I could love anything more than doing proofreading. I thought that's what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And I still proofread on a daily basis. You know, I read everything and having to do my blog and reading the blog post over and over again and reading, you know, when I do grade the tests, like I'm having to proofread that and, and things like that. But I mean, I don't have to proofread for a living anymore. And that actually has freed me up. I don't have to be as tied to my email anymore, especially because I have kind of an assistant helping me answer emails. But when I was doing proofreading, I would, you know, have to make sure that I answered my emails all the time. I was kind of always checking in. But if I go off the grid for a day, I don't have to worry about somebody's like, I didn't get my I didn't get my file back. Can you please resend it? And then me not getting that email. I don't have to worry about that. And then there's the whole, I don't have to exchange time for money anymore. Um, I've worked really, really hard on this course. And it's not it's not constantly me like putting in time and according to how much time I put in, it's how much money I make. It's not like that anymore. And that's really made a a major, major change in my life that I'm very grateful for because I love it. You know, I love working. I still work a lot. Don't get me wrong. I still work a lot, but um, it's, it's always different. It's always exciting. And it's always something new going on and it's not that exchange, direct exchange time for money anymore. So I really love that. 
So to all those people who set you down and said you would never be anything, they can just stuff it. Yeah. You it. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't want to listen to your critics. You want to listen to your, your, your customers. And so even now with the people who are saying mean things, like they don't know, they haven't been inside my course. They don't, they don't see what my customers see, my students see essentially. And so when my students are happy, then I know I've done it. I've done it well. I don't listen to the people who, who haven't given me any, any credit. They haven't asked to see my product. They haven't asked to anything. They don't talk to me at all. They just say mean things. And I can't give, I can't give their comments any, any value. <laughs> right. Okay. So we're down to the final three questions. First one, what's next for you? Anything exciting coming up? Yeah, well, um, we're doing a five a five year anniversary cruise, um, so that's kind of like in our personal life what we're doing. I'm super excited about that coming up in March. And um, but business wise, we're actually we actually launched um, a friend of mine and I. We launched transcribeanywhere.com and we built it in the exact same way that we built Proofread Anywhere, and but it's a different skill. It's transcribing from home and how to how to get clients in that regard as a general transcriptionist because you know podcasters interviewers stuff like that a lot of marketers need their audio or video content transcribed into words so they can be found on search engines and that's what general transcriptionists do so we've created a new course it's not a new course but we took her old course and revamped it and expanded it into an online multimedia format and then we just launched that in late December so we're super excited about that very, very excited. So where can people find out more about you, Caitlin? So probably the easiest would be proofreadanywhere.com. I pretty much live there. Um, <laughs> you can contact me through there or email me at caitlin at proofreadanywhere.com. That's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. There's no Y's and no K's in my name. Um, so you can contact me there. And um, I'm really good at getting back to you unless I'm on a cruise, but then you'll hear from my assistant. So <laughs> very easy to contact. Got you. Last question. What's your why? Why do you get up and do this work? I am so motivated by seeing other people get it when it comes to taking control of their lives and knowing that life is short and I don't want to be miserable in this job anymore. What can we do to fix it? I'm just so motivated by by giving people tools to change their lives in that way. And so that's what I feel like these courses are doing for people. And I just love seeing the evidence of that. And that just pushes me to keep going. I love it. Beautiful. Caitlin, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you so much, Janelle. Howdy. Welcome to the outro. So before we wrap up, I want to give a big thank you to Caitlin for sharing her success with us. I do hope that you got some value out of that episode, especially for anyone who has a course similar to Caitlin's. I think the the depth that she goes into was really valuable of her sharing that with us and her strategy. Now, if you want to check out the show notes for this episode and find all of the links that Caitlin and I discussed during the episode, just head to zencourses.co slash 028. That's zencourses.co slash 028 for episode 28. Just remember it is .co, not .com. And last but certainly not least, if you want to get updates to or for my new articles, guides, and course tips, just join the newsletter. You can sign up over at zencourses.co slash newsletter or just head over to the homepage zencourses.co and sign up at any number of the opt-in forms there. Alrighty, 
it is that time. As always, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I do not take it for granted. I know your time is valuable. I am Janelle Allen, and this has been the Zen Courses Show. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.